everybody, and welcome to Nerd Alert! Girls. Chicas. Hello, everybody. Before we get started, I just want to take a moment to say that as residents of Los Angeles County, we acknowledge our presence, including virtual presence, on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of indigenous people who are very referred to as the Gabrielino Tungva people and Keech Nation. I am your host, Bridget, pronoun she, hers. And I'm Jen with a G, pronoun she, hers. Hi, everybody. Another episode of Miss Marvel. I am so excited. I was just telling Bridget I have so many feelings about this. And, like, I swear, I got up this morning, have my uh, pound cake muffin and a cup of tea for breakfast. And I'm like, let's do this. Yes. Puts it on. And I'm like, yes, we're doing this. Sees the title of it. Crushed. No! Kind of lost my mind a little. I'm like, no! If it's called Crushed, then you know who's coming up? Cameron. Hell no. Hell no. Go away. Go away. Oh my gosh. Okay, a lot of vitriol here. We're gonna touch on that later. Yes, yes we will. What, are you, uh, what were your first impressions of this episode, Bridget? Um, yeah, next one. I, I think what really stood out to me was just um, feeling like uh, like really like it was so immersed in the Pakistani Muslim culture and cultures like that like, you know, so much that I, I, as someone who is not Pakistani or Muslim, like, you know, I was just like, wow, I've, I, there are references that I, I know are there, but that I don't understand, you know, as someone who doesn't identify with these things. And like, it doesn't feel the need to like explain them, you know? And I think that's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, and it may, but at the same time, it made me curious to learn more. And I think that's really great just as a, for media to do of like, you know, giving enough context that you, you know, you don't get lost in the story necessarily, but um, that it, you know, is like authentic for the people who who do, who are part of those communities and can be something that just sparks an interest for someone like me who, you know, doesn't necessarily identify with those cultures, right? So, uh-huh. um, so that stood out to me. Um, again, like, I think, uh, again, what resonated with me so much just overall was, um, the love with her family, um, and just, like, how quickly she makes up with her mom. Like, I'm so glad they didn't turn that into, like, a long-winded, I guess, conflict for the whole thing. Like, now her mom doesn't trust her, and, like, but no, she, like, lets her go out, doesn't know it's a party, (laughs) but, (laughs) you know, but, like, doesn't say, oh, you're grounded for life or anything. Like, you know, like, the, you know, the mom is just so, they're both just so ready to reconcile, which I was not expecting, to be honest, because most of these narratives just kind of drag that out. Yeah. Um, so so that stood out to me um yeah and you know it was just like it's just a fun time you know and and Kamala is just so endearing and I you know I could go into all the examples of how but just you know what I'm talking about oh yeah um (laughs) so so yeah I think I think that's just like my overall impression um and actually, um, just before we get uh, too much into everything, I just want to credit um, the director and the writer on this particular episode. So this uh, episode was directed by uh, uh, Mira Menon, who is an Indian-American director, writer, and editor. Her feature directorial debut, uh, Farago's Bang, screened at the Tribeca Film Festival in 2013, was awarded the inaugural Nora Ephron Prize by Tribeca and Vogue. So, Queen. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, um, and then the writer is, uh, Kate Gritman, who doesn't, she doesn't have a lot of, or this person doesn't have a lot of credits to their name, 
at least not according to IMDb. So I mm-hmm. can't really give much context on what else uh, this person's worked on. But yeah, um, but as far as I could tell, you know, two women working on this uh, on this episode. I mean, I don't know for sure because I don't see pronouns particularly listed. But you know, um, yes, yes. And yeah. I looked up a uh, Mira Manon. And mm-hmm. I found out that she actually worked on The Punisher and directed one of the episodes. So I was just like, oh, so you're kind of familiar with Marvel. All right. Kudos. Nice. But, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I felt like, okay, so we got some familiarity with the Muslim culture and the background of India and some Marvel. All right. Perfect combo. Okay. I'm feeling a little better about this. Go away, Cameron. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, all right. Again, setting that aside, you're good for Cameron. <laughs> um so and also just like um like i mentioned before in terms of like culture and history and like that are just you know kind of referenced but not going on gone into great detail which you know i don't i don't um expect the show to to do so and nor is it required to but just because i was curious um you know i wanted more con- uh, context on the partition um which is you know seems to be a, you know is a big part of um kamala's family's history um particularly with her mother and you know her whole family mm-hmm. um and like i know it's been the partition has touched on in the comics right jen you and i talked about this before we started recording um so just for our listeners to get more more context i i looked up what exactly was the partition so um according to the new yorker in august uh 1947 when after 300 years in india the british finally left british colonialism yep mm-hmm. Uh, the subcontinent was partitioned into two independent nation states, Hindu-majority India and Muslim-majority Pakistan. Immediately, they began one of the greatest migrations in human histories as millions of Muslims trekked uh, Muslims to the west and east Pakistan, uh, the latter known as Bangladesh, and while millions of Hindus and Sheikhs headed in the opposite direction. So, you know, obviously a huge migration of people going to opposite sides of the subcontinent um and a lot of people died there was a lot of violence um and vitriol you know between these different um cultures and groups um so there was a lot of violence with with hindus and sheiks on one side muslims on the other um and the new yorker described it as a mutual genocide as un- a mutual genocide as unexpected as it was unprecedented and so i mean it's a pretty dark history, actually, yeah. um, you know, as far as far as that separation goes. It's not just people like, you know, trying to move from one place to another, you know, but really, you know, just being, yeah, no, like very violent and very ugly, um, you know. So it's a very dark part of, of, of India and Pakistan's um, history. So, so, and, you know, and so Kamala's family was right in the middle of that, right? Yeah. Um, so that's what that refers to. Um, and then, um, yeah, and I also wanted to uh, mention um, an IGN article, uh, Watching Miss Marvel as a Muslim Woman. So this article, um, you know, was obviously written from the perspective of a Pakistani Muslim woman, um, you know, about her experience with watching, you know, this this series. And it was very positive, um, you know, um, and I, I just want to quote it because there's some really, really great, interesting stuff um, that this mm-hmm. person talked about. Um the episode uh, focuses more on Kamala's life as a Muslim teenager, and two mi- two moments which stand out for me that the writer on IGN are the mosque and the um, the Eid fair scenes. So first is you know uh, Kamala Kamala and Nakia's scene at the mosque. Um, they're all too familiar for women like myself. Marvel shows the characters performing voodoo, um, ablution, ablution. Um, it's, it's when they're like washing their faces with water and everything. Yeah. Uh, before running into the prayer room to offer their prayers. Here we also get to see a very real conversation about the women's section of the mosque as an outspoken Kamala voices her concerns about the crumbling walls. 
um right and so we yeah. did get in, into that a little bit right because like oh the men's section looks perfect you know uh-huh. and ours is just like kind of falling apart a little bit right yep um anyway so yeah going back to the article um quote what surprised me more was that for the first time these sorts of scenes were not spelt out for the non-muslim audience it was more of a if you know you know these uh this made these scenes feel more purposeful and special scenes written literally just for us scenes that our inside community can understand without a second thought. And that's exactly what makes Ms. Marvel as a series. So unapologetically Muslim. Uh, so I thought that was just really cool. Um, and then, you know, the other standout moment obviously was at the fair where uh, Kamala saves the child and we'll go into it later. But um, what this writer was saying was, um, you know, Marvel hit the nail on the head with the scene and took a thousand steps forward when it comes to how Muslim women are portrayed. Here we have a Muslim teen who is taking part in a religious festival, and then seconds later she saves a life, all while wearing a modest superhero outfit. When we have, and when have we ever seen anything like that? Right. So yeah. So yeah. Um. So I I I can uh link the whole the whole article in in the show notes. So anyone who's curious to read the whole thing about this um this writer's thoughts on, on the series, you know, from their lived experience. But um, as, at least as far as this one person is concerned, it, they really felt like the, she really felt seen, you know, by Miss Marvel as a series and, you know, from with Kamala as a character. Um, so I just wanted to shout out that because that's, that's really awesome and wonderful. And again, just gives an additional context as far as like, um, you know, what was going on in the moth scenes and the Eid festival. So, or the Eid fair. That's so awesome. And thank you so much for sharing that. Yes, please put that link in in the description because part of being seen is not having to explain like what's going on. It just is. It's a part of our society. And I I just, I love that. And I love this episode in particular. Like I know we're only in episode two, but I'm just like, yes, all of it. Thank you. I know. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess, yeah, just to get right into it. So Kamala has these powers, right? And, um, she starts to begin training to control her powers because I had his Bruno. She just like immediately showed Bruno, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna do training." <laughs> like they just really just dive right into it, don't they? Oh yeah, like, I mean you can't beat a good training montage anyway. And of course, knowing uh, Kamala like we do, yeah, of course she's gonna want to use those powers. And Bruno's just like, "Got to make sure she don't get killed," and uses his techno wizardry to determine like, "Yeah, the bangle isn't exactly magical. It's." activated because there's something in you right yeah what so what was it that he said like as far as uh oh gosh i'm trying to oops i'm trying to because i screenshotted that quote i'm like oh like the bangle unlocked the superhuman part of you and that made me feral because i'm like superhuman (laughs) (laughs) don't you mean inhuman yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, the the powerful feelings have returned. <laughs> I have feelings, okay? Like will we get in humans? Will we? Please give it to me. Anyway. Um, oh my gosh. And it's so but- funny because I thought you'd be the logical one of this episode. I'm like, "Yes, yes, tell me all those beautiful facts while I just spit hate at Cameron and praise uh, Kamala. Yes, please be logic, but yes, feelings. We got it. No, yeah, I have a lot of feelings about humans, okay? <laughs> and the representation in the MCU, okay? Because, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did good. In humans, the show did horrible. So I just, I need a win, okay? Um, But, 
but I mean, if the, you know they don't say inhuman, which will make me sad. I mean, it's clear. It's a clear like reference to it. Um, it's like not saying the word zombie in a zombie show or movie. They call them like, yeah. corpses or walkers. So I guess we just don't talk about inhumans. Just it's superhuman. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> yeah. So and it's like you know it's, it's tied into like her great grandmother. So like there is like heritage there, right? And I know that you talked about like the the family heritage and how the inhuman gene was unlocked in her family. So I mean, it really seems to be a similar story um, as far as like the origins of her powers go. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because I. Like, my knowledge on Miss Marvel is a little faulty because it's been, like, a year. But I do remember, like, the partition actually had something to do with it, where uh, Kamala's ancestors, like, the stressor of that event kind of unlocked that inhuman gene, and then it passed on, you know, from generation into skipping over a little bit before it reaches uh, Kamala herself. So seeing that the bangle somehow unlocked that inhuman gene, I'm just like, all right, yeah, we saw that coming. And it's interesting to hear a little background story about uh, Kamala's, uh, her grandmother? Yes, her her grandmother. I had to think about it. I'm like, okay, wait, wait. Kamala was talking to her grandmother. It was her mother's grandmother that supposedly brought shame to the family for reasons that even the Aluma aunties did not quite, couldn't quite pinpoint. But yeah, I'm like, all right. But it seems like there's a rich history there where father and daughter got lost except somehow a little toddler baby child managed to (laughs) find her father again you know and follow the trail of stars i thought that sounded so beautiful i'm like yes please like lean on the cosmic i am a sucker for cosmic energy especially since it's gonna link directly to captain marvel later right exactly and so, I mean, this is a really big, I mean, I know we're jumping ahead a little bit as far as the episode goes, but, like, this is a really big mystery, you know? I mean, she tries to get answers from, you know, her grandma, but she, you know, she says, oh, they, the bangle belonged to your great-grandmother. Oh, wait, I already said too much. You know, <laughs> mango man! <laughs> and um, so it just was like, huh, okay, even the grandma is just like, oh, you know, but she says it'll upset your mother. And it's just like, what is going on with the mother and, like, you know, and what was going on with the great grandmother like you know what was it that she did that was right because the illuminantes it was like oh she had an affair she had multiple affairs and secret family and you know she murdered a guy (laughs) i know like from infidelity to straight up murder i'm like all right (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so it kind of makes me wonder just like a lot of things like was I mean, especially because I'm thinking of that one conversation about um, the girl who went backpacking around Europe, you know, and broke off her engagement. Is it, like, shame like that in terms of, like, being, like, um, I actually don't want to even say, like, I want to say, like, like not modern women because, like, there's plenty of modern women who follow, you know, the certain expectations of, like, the Muslim, you know, culture and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, but, like, doing something that's, like, I guess outside of the expectations, right? Yes. With their like cohort their particular culture and their particular community and um you know so it's just like someone who breaks away who breaks off of that mold and you know is shamed for that like is it is it something like that i mean just because of like the themes that have come up so far it makes me think that that that's what's going on a little bit Uh uh-huh what's going on with her great-grandmother like in terms of the the shame um you know because initially when like you know um, Kamala sees like a 
mysterious woman appear. I assumed it was great, her great grandmother, but turns out not, but we'll get into that later. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I was just like, yeah, just, 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 just such a huge mystery. I'm like so intrigued about what exactly is going on there. No one seems to know what's going, like the truth. And like, I think the mom definitely knows more than what she lets on. Yeah. You know, and like, what was it? Like, what was it? Like, yeah, you have anyway. questions. Yeah, but like I just have questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 wondering like we have six episodes of this season, right? I wonder if we'll get it in the next episode or if it's just going to kind of stretch out until the last possible minute. I don't know. I have questions. They're really leaning on the family part of the subplot and I am here for it because Kamala Khan is all about her family. Yes. But tell me about what happened. What is this scandal? Did she show her ankles? She showed her ankles. No. <laughs> I don't. Is that a thing with that with the with that culture to not show ankles? Because that feels more like a a British lady thing. <laughs> I was just making a joke, you know, just okay. like scandal and showing off the ankles. Yeah, well, I don't know for sure if that that is a thing. So, but like, but but anyway, yeah. So like, um. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on there. We'll f- I know we'll find out, but just like just like a lot of intrigue there in terms of in terms of that for sure. Um, yeah, let's focus on what we do know. Training session with Bruno, who does not confirm yet, not deny that Kamala Khan is Asgardian. Which cute, yes, thank you for indulging in her, my friend. Mm. And then I love, 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 love the beginning where Kamala like strides into high school with like a new sense of confidence. Oh, She's saying yeah. hi to people, plays basketball with the random dude, tells the girls who were blocking her locker the first time who were a couple, by the way. I, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. hmm, okay. You know, hey, you know, great thing about AirPods, you know, you actually don't have to be so close. I'm rooting for you guys. I'm like, yes. And correcting yeah. the teacher for saying her name wrong. I just, I love that so much. And even her fellow peers were like, yeah, okay. Yeah, they seem to have, like, mad respect. She's, they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was here for it, too. I was like, yes, yeah. girl, tap into that leadership confidence that makes you so lovable in the champions. Yas queen! Yes! Ah, oh, yes. True leader, of the cha- true leader of the champions. I don't care what Amadeus Cho says. She's the leader. <laughs> She's the leader. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's, be, let's be real here. Okay, anyway. Um... Yeah, no, I love that. Like, it really, it just shows, like, sometimes it's just, like, it's just about confidence, you know? And, like, really owning it. And then, and then of course, Hot Boy arrives, um, Kamran, who, uh, I guess, Jen really wants to kill. Um, oh, there's always, like, that one person in the MCU in a show or a movie where I'm just like, I hate your face. If it's not Robert Redford, then it's Zemo. Or if it's Khonshu, but this guy, I'm like, this is the guy. Like, I disliked him in the comics, and I'm really wondering if I should say anything, because it could be potential spoiler alert. Well, let's just yeah. put it this way. He's, he's, ugh, go away. I mean, the thing is, his entrance is marked by a song about, like, that says the lyric, bad boy. Of course. You know? So, like, so you already know that he's not, like, you know... Well, yeah, you already know that he's a bad boy. I mean, they couldn't make it any more obvious with the song, right? Um, (laughs) And the one, I think he just had the one earring on one ear. Um, He could have had it on both. I didn't notice, but I thought it was just on one. 
and just like the jacket and you know just like he his whole aesthetic is definitely like bad boy vibes Mm -hmm. um even without the song (laughs) so so i mean i think even without like your background knowledge i think the indication is that it's it's kind of like oh there's something there's something up with this guy right where it's like you know he's not going to be wholesome pure like say peter parker right um of course not (laughs) so yeah um and like it's just like all charm and you know and she is just like her eyes instantly <laughs> seriously i cannot get over the animations in the background oh, oh girl yeah. no i already know how this is gonna end no oh you're the hot senior new hot senior okay zoe calm down stop <laughs> <laughs> I know, and poor Bruno, too, like, trying to get her attention now. Um, I know! my gosh, my poor sweetie. Seriously, all the not-so-subtle jealousy, I was dead. He is not subtle at all! Like... Not at all. Bro, (laughs) chill. (laughs) Like, jealousy is not attractive, sweetie. No. No, it's not. And it also just, like, you know, it just makes you look pathetic <laughs> like, secure I'm trying to think of a nice word but I, I just yeah no insecure at best you yeah. know although the, he and uh, kamala did share a couple moments other than the training session where she's first showing him like the bangle mm-hmm. and like she accidentally knocks over something and she like like t- grabs him out of the way yeah i was just yeah. like oh i'm a sucker for the tackle of safety thing going on i'm a sucker for that trope <laughs> yeah although Bruno was like well you did almost kill me first <laughs> so <laughs> you know still has a firm grasp on reality with that but um god bless that boy yeah but apparently he might be leaving for caltech at any moment yeah yeah oh my gosh i love that counselor by the way he's just like are are you sitting down i'm I'm sitting down okay (laughs) (laughs) the like dude um yeah no so i thought that that was so that was good as like a as a ticking time bomb of sorts right because it's like bruno has been like her faithful friend who's always been by her side and like you know is becoming like her like superhero sidekick or what have you um and it's clearly it's just like so there for her and for like her family and everything and i think i would probably i would say just from just judging from what we've seen so far and from what i know about this character like they she's kind of like they're kind of the only family he has really Mm -hmm. um and so like you know this is not just like going away like across the state this is like across the country right yeah Um, but honestly i was like so nervous watching it because i just thought to myself Please, Bruno, don't not go to, like, just for Kamala, because then you're going to be bitter and resentful. Yep. And that's just not going to be a good look. Um, yeah, and a part of me is just like, Caltech, Caltech, what's going on in California? Uh, okay, uh, okay, okay. I, I think Shang-Chi and Katie are, like, all the way in San Fred. He should be safe. On the one <laughs> hand, I want him to go, but at the same time, don't leave! I don't know. Mixed feelings there. And he I mean, didn't have I, a chance to tell her yet. I'm like, all I right. Know. I mean, another time bomb, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, you know it's going to come out in the worst way possible. Yeah, of course. Why can't it come up in a normal conversation? No, of course not. These things got to be blurted out in, like, life or death or something. Like, yeah. Situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did wonder, did he apply for it? Because he seemed a little bit, like, kind of like, what? 
when the yeah, council him. I caught that too. I was like, who put his name in? It's a little sus. I, I I thought that was a little bit weird. Yeah. So I I mean maybe I mean you saying sus actually is like, oh okay, maybe someone's plotting behind the scenes. Because I think that's like a little bit weird. Like what what program is this? Why is he involved in it or being invited to it? Yeah, because it wasn't like, oh I I applied and now I have uh, now I actually have to decide if I'm going to go. Like, that was not the vibe that I was getting. No, no. Um, he was confused. And all I could think is, it's like um, when uh, Pierce from Winter Soldier was plotting to attack, like, all the smart people or whatever, and all the people with potential. I'm like, is this, like, a Hydra thing I'm sensing here? Or is this, like, a creepy government, let's isolate the possible superhero so she has no support. I have no idea, but I'm just like, I, I don't know how to feel about this if he did not submit that application. Which mm. it sounds like he didn't. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, that's interesting. Gonna put that on the back burner. So it's not only is, like, it's gonna be like a source of tension between the two of them later, but, like, it's also like, well, something else could be going on behind the scenes that is purposely trying to separate them, which... Oh, anyway, yeah, the whole thing, that whole thing makes me very nervous. <laughs> yeah, very, very nervous. Um, and I just, whatever decision he makes, I'm like, let it be for the right reasons, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, but it wouldn't surprise me if at the end of this, like, if, 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 if it goes the way of like him and Kamala being at odds of him going to California, like, yeah, and the thing is, I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve to go because he's a genius, like, in uh, the show and in the comics. So, yeah, Caltech would be lucky to have him. In fact, in the comics, he gets invited to join uh, Wakanda and their scholars, which is, wow, yes, prestigious. So, yes, if this is a legit non-sus, non-Hydra, non-villainous plot, please, Bruno, consider going It'll be a great opportunity, and the world needs smart people like you. Please do this for us. But yeah, I'm I'm so nervous about this. Yeah, yeah. So all right, putting that aside. Um, meanwhile, right, we talked about the moss scene earlier. You know, right? So so they're in the prayers and like the um, you know, the lecture is going on, but they can't really hear. <laughs> And Kamala points that out, oh, so helpfully. Um, and, like, you know, everything is dilapidated on the women's side. And just, like, everything, right, is just kind of, yeah. like, mm, you know. And Kamala's like, you should run to her friend Nakia for, like, the moss board, right? Yeah. Well, it looks like a 90-year-old man to you. And I'm like, well, that's <laughs> the point. You don't. <laughs> you don't, yeah. And Nakia at first is, like, very reluctant. But then someone steals her shoes and she realizes, mm. yeah, things are kind of unfair here. You know what? Heck yeah, I'm gonna do it. And I'm like, you go, girl! Yeah, I really hope she wins. Sorry, Uncle Rashid. No. This is oh, Nakia's moment to shine. It is! We are here for so, her. Yeah, I love I love the subplot, though. You know, she has those flyers ready to go. And, you know, and like... Uh, I you know and also I just like love it when they're at the Eid fair and she's like naming all the subsets for them to go through like okay yes. first, yeah, these people are, they, all you know the pious boys and the um I forget which is the Insta. moss boys the yeah the moss boys uh it was all so cute like they actually have little clicks that they all recognize yeah. I'm just like mm -hmm. I'm here for it because that is true I when I was uh going to Catholic church regularly there were similar little clicks it, it was just so funny 
So, yeah. And also, Nakia being involved in a quote-unquote dirty politics with the Jiro yeah. guy. I'm just like, oh, you're so pure. I love you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so funny. And the way that she just, well, disemboweled Kamala's dad. Just yes! like, Oh, my God. <laughs> you're really not going to destroy two young women's dream. I'm like... Your daughter and your almost daughter might as well be daughter. How she puts, however she puts it, and just seeing how his face falls, <laughs> I'm just like, like oh, oh crap! <laughs> she's like, what are you doing? As he's holding the, as he's holding the flyer, he's just like, oh no! I mean, uh, Yusuf Khan is like oh. the king of dads right now. He is oh. so sweet. Oh yeah, so. Yeah, I felt so bad for him there, but she really just skewered him. Uh, That's Nakia for you. She's got, like, she's such an admirable side character. And I've just, I loved her in the comics. I love her portrayal now. And I think her high point was actually in this episode so far when uh, Kamala, she's kind of glitching out on her abilities and Nakia tries to talk to her in the girl's bathroom. And Kamala, like, kind of turns it into how do you do it? How do you balance with everything uh, changing, you know? And Nakia just, like, she's portrayed as, like, confident, wearing, like, her uh, her clothes, and yet still being, quote-unquote, uh, modern. And yet, she's like, yeah, she's like, I'm too white for one, too Muslim mm-hmm. for the other, but I decided yeah, to but- wear what I wear, and just, if I felt like me. And honestly, that yeah. just resonated. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's 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 it is funny for me as like uh well, I think for both of us, we talked about this on the show before of like us as Latinas who have you know are like fourth millionth generation here, or whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and like that, like you know, I talk like a white person according to my mom and like, you know, and like don't speak Spanish and things like that. Right. And like this weird disconnect of like, um, being, you know, quote ethnic and being American. And why are those two separate, any two, why are those considered separate things in the first place? Um, but yeah, no, I mean that quote, I mean, I, I, I took a note of the whole thing because I thought it was so good. My whole life I've either been too white for some people or too ethnic for others. And it's been this very uncomfortable, sucky in between. And I'm like, yeah, uh, yes, <laughs> that's such a mood. And like, you know, and it's interesting too the way she talked about her hijab, her, or yeah, wearing her hijab like that. She thought it would make people stop talking. And I, I wondered what I was kind of curious more on just like her reasoning with that in terms of like, you know, like what, like that, you know, you're pro- presenting yourself as like a good Muslim or 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 what? What is it that? I just wondered what her thought process was was with that, um, but like, um, yeah. But I thought in in the end of her just saying like I feel more like myself while wearing it. Yes, and I, and I feel like especially it feels significant, right? Because because of the stereotypes and like Western notions of the hijab and just like what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like oh, you're hiding yourself, you're oppressed, <laughs> you know, and you know, and the women who choose to wear are like. Um, <laughs> That's not quite what this is about, and actually, like, yeah, I mean, like, uh, like this particular character is saying here, and Nakia is saying here, it's like I feel more like myself, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm honoring myself, and I'm treasuring myself in this way by 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 wearing this, and it's just like a total spin on like on yeah, like the Western notion of of hijabs and how they're you know seen and interpreted by folks. 
Um, so I thought that was that was a nice moment. But uh, but yeah, yeah, so I love that scene so much. I just was like trying not to get all sappy over my breakfast here. I'm just like, oh my god, and you could tell um, Kamala was like touched and in awe, and she's like, I love you, and I'm like, You're yeah. damn right. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, Nakia continues to be a queen, and I love her for it. I am here for it. Seriously, I am in awe of the portrayal of all of our characters because as someone who's read the comics, like there's always, of course, room for interpretation, and then of course some different spins, you know, which I'm I'm here for. But I was like, please don't mess this up. Please don't mess this up. I love this character. I love her story and her fellow uh, supporting characters too much, you know. But the fact that they're portraying everyone so well just leaves me feeling all warm and fuzzy. Mm, that's nice. Well, it's time to kill that emotion because we're going to talk about Kamran next, I think. Um, uh. So <laughs> so the three of them attend attend the party organized by Zoe. And, and again, just touching again briefly that just like amazement that her mom lets her go. <laughs> Doesn't know it's party, but oh, Zoe's yeah. having friends over, you know. But um, but yeah, um, so just again, appreciating that moment to just how quickly they reconcile. Just appreciate that. Because yeah. I just was expecting something different, and I'm grateful. Um, but anyway, so so they go and they meet uh, Kamran, who is the new British Pakistani senior at school. Yada yada, he comes out of the pool. He doesn't have like the um, six pack abs, um, which honestly was kind of a relief because I'm like, you are too young for this. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Just yeah. we knew we would have that gratuitous shirtless scene or whatever. Like we saw that in the trailers, but the fact that like he totally shows off by doing like a backflip, belly flop kind of thing into the mm-hmm. pool that has all the girls like, yeah, you know, and yeah, <laughs> Kamala and Nakia are like, ooh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah and Bruno's like oh the belly flop must have hurt huh not I really didn't feel it <laughs> i'm just like shut up and bruno like clear jealousy radiating off of him like yeah. oh god the cops somehow show up to zoe's house they scatter and cameron offers them all a ride in his uncle's car which of course looks sleek and nice just <sighs> whatever whatever all douchebags have a nice car i'm Whatever. So, <laughs> so he had yeah. So and it was funny too because uh, Kamala's like, "Oh, I love the color of your car," and Bruno's just like, "It's black." <laughs> so, so funny. Um, yeah, and like, but yeah, total hardcore flirting and like, "Oh, I'll teach you how to drive." And oh, oh you man, watched that movie? Oh my gosh, yeah, I love that director, Bruno. Yeah. Oh yeah, I totally love that movie. I yeah, I'm like. Honey, you are not subtle. Stop. No. I know. I'm just like, please stop. Please stop. I mean, and you know what? Okay. So I come with no knowledge of Kamran and, and whatever baggage you have with him. <laughs> but um but just going off of this scene though, I did I did like um seeing her being able to bond with somebody who, who does, you know, know the same culture, knows the same movies, you know? And yeah. like music and and everything like because like right because like bruno like um you know he certainly has has tried right like i yeah. think he's made an effort to to be you know respect their culture and like to know more about it and everything which is a lot more than like a lot of white guys you know do generally speaking or white yeah. people in general <laughs> or people in general you know we're not good at learning other people's cultures you know it's um, true 
but you know but that's but it is different you know for someone who just already knows that it's already in pre-installed you know that 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 language that um understanding right i mean yes. and later too when she's saying oh my ami oh my mom and he's like i know what ami means and like they're and he says that so gently like saying like affirming her affirming her you know what i mean which yeah. i think really because it was kind of like this moment of like of like feeling seen like for her you know um Ugh, yeah and unfortunately that scene actually kind of reminded me of a scene in wandavision where Wanda's having that um, flashback of her and Vision having like one of their first heart to hearts. And he makes that beautiful quote about, you know, what is grief if not love persevering? And she just kind of looks at him in like amazement, like you get me. And that's exactly the kind of look Kamala had given Cameron. And I'm like, shit, <laughs> I, I don't ship it, but damn it. I see how she can get sucked into this crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah well no okay so man i just i'm having trouble talking about Kamran with like <laughs> just because i don't know I, i'm just going off of what i i understand um so so my impression of of, of the interactions was like it's it's cute he's obviously very charming and like he knows he kind of knows it um he definitely knows it he totally um, knows it oh well it's nice to meet you all it says all their name wrong except for bruno yeah, Brian. Oh my gosh. And he the looked like he could be a Brian, gotta be honest. Like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's like, he knows my name is not Brian. And I'm like, yeah. He knows. I mean, you were kind of obvious before, though. So, like, I'm, I, I can't hold that against Kamran because Bruno was kind of being a little bit obnoxious. He yeah. Just, like just, just take the dig. If you can't, don't dish it if you can't take it, kind of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, so. Yeah, so for me, it was just like, okay, I mean, I do like I, seeing how, how they really vibe, right? Um, yeah. And, like, again, like, feeling, like, understood in somebody who's, like, you know, from the same or similar background as, as you are. And, you know, really good at, uh, you know, uh, lying, uh, flying by the seat of his pants, you know, to when when her when they see her. Um, her, brother her brother and future yeah. sister-in-law oh my yeah. god and the sister-in-law totally knew she's like that's oh. not your cousin <laughs> yeah i love her i love her so much uh taisha i love her so much like she's so chill and yeah mm -hmm. she knew exactly what was going on but she all yeah. i knew what was going through her head <laughs> i was a young girl once who had puppy love or whatever yeah the freaking amir oh my gosh dude that accent you totally had me going oh my gosh yeah. i'm like oh amir you clueless wonderful boy you i know i mean kamala really thought on her feet right there though just like uh cousin hello yeah uh did you know and like you know and that he and then you know come around things of the most generic uncle name they could think of right it's like, <laughs> you gotta have an uncle so and so in the family right yes <laughs> Yeah, and, and oh well, how are you British then? Oh, and then speaks in the Pakistani accent, like it's just I like know. yeah, it's clear. I mean, because it's like that guy's very versatile, right? He's yeah. clearly a good actor, right? Um, he is, like, you know, oh and like is really able to to flip, you know, on the flip of a dime, like be able to to be something else or be someone else. It actually yeah. kind of reminds me of um, Natasha Romanoff a little bit, you know, in terms of of kind of fitting into whatever mold is needed at the moment or something, you know? Yeah, spies can totally do that. Hint, hint. 
anyways. <laughs> we already know he is a spy, okay? I know, I know. He drives away in the black car, okay? That isn't in, in itself nefarious, all right? I know you're, you're bringing a lot of baggage here, Jen, but just put it at the door for just a minute. <laughs> We're just going to go off of what we said. I'm not far. unpacking it yet. <laughs> we don't need to unpack it right now, okay? Leave it at the door. We'll unpack it later. I'm kicking the bag. Anyway, <laughs> so obviously Kamala's falling deeper into infatuation with this boy. Which, alright, moving on. We have uh, voting to do. We have powers to uncover. And, oh, Zoe got arrested. If this was about the party as well. No, it's not about the party. And man, those FBI dudes played her like a fiddle. I hate that that's a thing. I just, I hate that that was a thing. It was creepy. Oh, the FBI surveilling them, like the mosques already? Yeah, that was creepy. And I figured that they, they were like, like, let, let me back up a little. I, I just, I'm, I'm like icked out by the fact that they like got Zoe to confess without confessing, you know, by playing on like her yeah. uh, media, social media fame or whatever until going off of, oh, wait, was that your sister? Was that your friend? You know, oh, yeah, we're already t- keeping an eye on the mosques. And I'm like, why? Why are you looking at that already? And don't say some BS like, oh, yeah, the hero could be around. No, no, no. Shut up. This is racist. Ew. Like, seriously, I was so uncomfortable. I should not have been half as uncomfortable as I was, but I was. I mean, so the dude, like, first of all, is just like, you know, tries to be so friendly and everything. And then, like, just how quickly he turns on her. Right? I mean, it was, like, already very off-putting. Yeah, and here's the thing that just occurred to me now. They have a minor in Locked Up. Where's her family? That is a minor. That is a 16, 17-year-old child that they have, like, questioning against her will. She needs a, a parent with her. Uh-uh. That, no, no, no. That is illegal. No, no, no. Yeah, creep vibes just shot up. Gross. But either way, they got what what they wanted because zoe you know just was like oh crap these guys are not the good guys Uh uh-oh and they're like okay well what kind of person is this you know naming different ethnicities before south asian and i guess something about her face kind of clued them in and they're like all right we're gonna look around at the mosques i mean we're already looking there anyway and poor zoe you know she might seem like this vapid high school girl you know just like oh yeah i'm throwing a party for the fragility of life and the fact that i reached a million followers but mostly the fragility of life you know but she's a good person i'm telling you this right now like the the fact that she looked so appalled after the fbi got what they needed out of her very jarring right because not accompanied by a lawyer not accompanied by parents i mean even the conversation I mean, so much of it was so deeply uncomfortable, right? The guy, like, doing the fast turnaround, like, saying, oh, I'm friendly, I'm going to be your buddy, and then, what do you know? <laughs> like, I know! Yeah. And then the woman comes in, and she's like, was she this? Was she Latina? Oh, sorry, I should say Latinx now. So condescendingly, I'm just like... So condescending. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, and, like... And also, I i mean, just like, I just wonder what Zoe knew, like, because she seems like she says, I didn't get a good look at her, but like, she has a reaction when they say South Asian. It's just like, how good of a looker did you get? Did you recognize Kamala? Maybe uh, Kamala, maybe like, I just, I just, I'm surprised that she actually did like ID her enough to say like South Asian, because especially because she's wearing, she was wearing a mask and everything. 
Um, yeah. I wasn't sure what to make of that, honestly. Um, but they seem to be asking such leading questions and just kind of like, they already seem to believe like, oh, South Asian, you know, that's who it is, undoubtedly. Like, it, like I mean, we talked about this already with the last episode about like, we're, we're going to detain. And it's just like, there's obviously, oh. it's just such a loaded word, right? For, and like, you know, in terms of the FBI, Hugh and I and Moss, it's like, you, you know, it takes you back to, well, not even takes you back, right? Like post 9-11, that's, that has been like, the reality right of like yeah um, yeah of muslims do, you know seem with suspicion and like actually being on surveillance it's just like uh you know i know so real. yeah yeah the whole scene was very uncomfortable and honestly again poor zoe i know she's like portrayed as like this popular vapid girl stereotype with okay yeah she threw a party because she reached a million followers or whatever Ah, fragility of life but you know she's a good person because she looked genuinely afraid for a quote-unquote nightlight you know and with very good reason these people came after kamala with uh, drones and they were gonna shoot at her no no don't i know don't do that those drones reminded me so much of um spider-man far from home though same that's why i I swear I was just like, no, not this again. No, go away, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, oh, wait, he's dead. But yeah, and the thing is, it's like it went from crazy interrogation to nice, fun festival, you know, where we're trying to get votes for Nakia. And then, oh, hey, little boy's about to fall because he was taking a picture of himself. Are we even surprised that that's what we got to save our generation from now? <laughs> selfie, death by selfie or whatever. I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, that yep. is unfortunately actually a real thing. Invest <laughs> uh, oh. oh. in a selfie stick, people. Don't lean uh. off dangerous windows. Just don't. Why? Anyway. Yeah. Uh. And like what I appreciate about that whole rescue scene is that first uh, Kamala is like very uncertain because even though she's been practicing with Bruno how to stabilize herself with the glowing light or whatever, you can tell she's still like, okay, do not fall, do not fall. But once the kid starts falling, she like, nope, I'm going for it. I'm going to catch him, you know? And there was a heart pounding moment where I thought she would not catch him. After oh, I know. Yeah. That vision of the lady breaks her concentration. I'm like, no. Oh, I almost lost it. Honestly. Yeah. Just death by selfie is not the way to go, people. <laughs> no, thank you. I know. Yeah, I felt I felt so bad for her and for the kids. Like my ankle. I'm like, oh, well, you know what? Oh. You are lucky that it wasn't worse, kid. Truly, truly, though. I was genuinely afraid that uh, Kamala would get some backlash on that because I know like part of being a superhero is, hey, you wrecked my car. Oh, my gosh. Why do you why do you not protect the citizens enough while you were fighting the big crazy guy? Oh, my gosh. You know, and again, justified, justified, truly. But at the same time, I'm like, she's trying her best people and also you don't know the visions that are plaguing her and it, apparently it's not her great-grandmother it's some random lady yeah Cameron's mom I mean do you believe him you're the one who view, views him with such deep suspicion like believe him like that, that that's his mom honestly that's hard to say you know knowing the comic like background but I figure if anything that's like his mom figure mentor type like the person who quote-unquote adopted him oh call me mother darling you know I'm getting like mother gothel vibes in a way except you know no no uh magical hair or anything but either way I'm just like um 
all right if that's your mom I accept it if it's not your mom I still accept I I'm just like dude what are you even doing here quick get in get out of here stop listening to your police scanner or however the heck you found out about this get out of here I mean he did save her her from you know getting captured you have to you have to admit that I don't know what danger is worse at this point. No, oh my what I know. gosh, Jen, Jen, you have to, you have to just reel it back. Okay. We're not unpacking the bag right now. Okay. I'm kicking the bag very aggressively. Get out of my way. I want to walk outside. Kick. Okay. okay. But anyways, it leaves things off very like cliffhangery where it's just like, okay, she's safe, but she's not safe because why is this woman in her visions? You know, I've been waiting to meet you. I'm like, ew, no one says that without ill intent. Go away. I I don't know if that's true, Jen. Okay. I know I, I'm playing devil advocate. It's not that I don't believe you that like something sus is going on, but like, you know, it's clear this woman has wanted to get a hold of her. And like, you know, I had thought it was her great grandmother. That was my initial thought. So like when I thought it was her great grandmother, I didn't think it was anything nefarious, you know, just because like she's affiliated with Kamran doesn't, you know, I'm just saying <laughs> like, my I had- thing is the fact that she said, oh, I've been wanting to meet you. No one who says something like that means something good. Like, very rarely does someone say that to our protagonist and mean them anything but harm, truly. Like, I'm, I'm literally going through, like, okay, who said something along those lines and did not mean to kill the protagonist or use their powers for their gain? Coming up short here, folks. Well, we'll find out, I guess. I mean, I, I liked, I liked, it was a twist though, because like, I, yeah, I did assume it was the great grandmother trying to connect with her, um, but it wasn't. So it, it just like brings up like, oh, okay, some, some sort of secret society or something, or maybe this, maybe there is some connection to her great grandmother still, you know, who knows, right? Yes. Um, again, so many questions. Yeah. So many but uh, but yeah, um, I just want to actually going back to the her saving the the little boy first though. I just, I just think that was a great moment though. It was a good hero moment for her. Um, I think it's I think as we're talking about and like that she comes out in her Captain Marvel costume. I mean that she takes time to get dressed. <laughs> to, yes. <laughs> I mean a little bit like he could. Yeah, I know. Protect the secret identity, but also like the boy could have fallen at any moment. Um, I know yeah those yeah i hope i hope her and bruno like you know practice like her quick changes you know like that he had like a time uh like you know timer going on like how long was that you know (laughs) i could actually i I genuinely wonder that is such a training montage that we did not see and i am here for yeah oh yeah and i felt bad for bruno that she like abandoned training for for come and to hold hands with him or whatever <laughs> um the look on his face i can't even huh oh yeah the, the look on Bruno's face like yeah. oh my gosh like oh that guy pretty boy who i purposely got my name wrong that guy i just i need bruno to chill i need you to chill actually i need everyone to chill right now um just... the everyone needs to chill episode got it <laughs> this is this is bridget saying everyone needs to chill this episode i mean these dodc agents definitely need to chill all right yes 
so much so like stop you let you leave Kamala alone let her be a hero vigilante she's good at it stop but no can't leave well enough alone yeah well well anyway yeah so yeah I mean hopefully she doesn't get any backlash from it because she she fumbled a little bit there I mean she did still save him you know and he's like for the most part okay and you know I mean, it's so obvious how young she is, you know, and I mean, everyone seemed to be pretty impressed with her and excited, I feel like in a way, um, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, so I hope I hope she gets more more of that energy and love, you know, I just, um, yeah, so we'll see. And I really want to know if like her parents will figure it out just because like the mom you know just like there's just something she knows about the family you know just makes me think is she gonna oh, yeah. know the whole thing and then the dad like walking on her but then he knows something's off at the door you know because she used her power to close it just like yeah. i don't know it just makes me wonder like is this gonna be like the world's worst kept secret with with because <laughs> like, she keeps, is she because like she keeps it her identity secret from her parents right in the comics Yes, she's actually very good at keeping her powers and secret identity an actual secret in the comics. Like for the longest time, it was just her and Bruno who knew. So I'm curious now if they'll go in that route because her parents, you know, they're not clueless. They know something's going to be up, especially since they can't seem to find uh, Kamala in all that uh, chaos and such. Right. And even Bruno's excuse, like, oh, I think she went home with her parents to Nakia. I'm just like, honey no i know i mean he had to like save her skin like several times already right that she's all thank you when um nakia makes that comment about the captain marvel knockoff or what budget captain marvel yes. and thank you <laughs> i'm like oh she took it as a compliment i was just charmed she just like has no chill um and she needs she needs more chill kamala also needs more chill and <laughs> and that's why i'm just like she doesn't seem as good about keeping things a secret i just that's just like the the feeling that i'm getting i mean i'm surprised her parents didn't figure out that she's like totally falling for some boy with the way she had that dance montage you know with the pink lighting and everything which was fantastic by the way yes yes it was oh how was uh get together was always magical (laughs) your parent vibes not just go off there yeah i know <laughs> oh yeah but yeah no chill for anybody in this episode it's fine i caught it you kind of sort of caught it but at least you can rein it in i cannot wait for next week's episode um do you have any uh lingering thoughts or anything about this episode uh yeah i just want to say i love the i love the paul rudd reference with uh yes she says like when bruno's like what makes you think you have ant-man powers uh because we're both charming and we look look a lot younger than we are (laughs) and like oh my gosh everyone knows the joke about paul rudd getting younger every year (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i really want ant-man and miss marvel to have a meeting they have yet to have one in the comics i want this to happen now Oh, that's great. Yeah, no, I want it too. I think uh, I, that's already multi, that's already our second Ant-Man reference um, in this. Am I related to Thor? Oh my gosh, I wish, you know, you could use she a little sister like besties. her. Yeah. yeah, they're besties in the comics. I'm here Aww. for it. Just, uh, 
yes all the references to all the heroes but the fact that she's got such a soft spot for um ant-man just warms my yeah. fragile fangirl lady heart yeah i thought that was that was great um uh, I love Nakia's line about, yeah, I mean, you, I think you touched on it before, but we spend six weeks on ancient Rome and ancient Greece, but six minutes on ancient Persia and Byzantium and just, yeah, history is written by the oppressors. That's all I'm going to say. And just like so real. <laughs> so real. Yep. Laying down those real lines. Oh, and also I just want to shout out Bruno's Marty McFly look. I mean, did you, yes. did you notice that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when he was sitting down at the counter, I was like, that is a total Marty McFly look. Look at him. He could totally cosplay as Marty. That's, I just, I was dead. It totally You're here me. for it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm sure that was totally intentional because, yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um, oh. And and also, I just want to shout out this line from from the mom. If it wasn't for slippery when wet, your father and I may never have met. Dead. Dead. <laughs> Amir looks so traumatized. I know. <laughs> and like, I mean, she knew how that was gonna sound, right? As she was she saying knew it. exactly how that was gonna sound. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I was like wow okay Muniba, wow. you're a dirty here <laughs> i was so impressed at that moment i'm just like impressed yeah wow mad yes. respect i have so mad much respect. respect for her mom like honestly um yeah i was gonna say like the the mom deserves more love but i think i think she does get love i just i i want to know more about she does. her she just fascinates me so much um yeah so we will we shall see what goes on with that but uh yeah anyway i didn't make any other particular notes i think i think those are the the highlights that i wanted to make sure to to talk about illuminati is also just <laughs> as a as a name is just great um and i don't know i guess the other thing too um like in the moss of the girls like taking instagram photos no snapchatting it's insta and I'm it's like, like, oh, a, I would have smacked those kids. It's such a like teenagery thing, though, you know, because I mean, I know certainly from like youth group and like Protestant church, like that was definitely a thing, <laughs> like being on your phone during during service and everything. Oh dear. Um, so, so to see the to see that reflected in you know in this mosque too, I'm just like, I relate to that. Not that I did that, <laughs> but I relate to that and seeing that, you know. And I don't know, I think there's just something so cool about that, too. It's just like, yeah, you know, like Muslim teenagers also like goof off on social media during mosque. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's, of course, that yeah, thing, you know, and it seems like so like obvious or it seems like it should be so obvious, but it's not always right. Yeah, um, exactly. Like in terms of, yeah, just like how we think about. Yeah, even thinking about Muslim teenagers, does anybody even think about what their lives are like, like in reality and not just like what's presented to us on TV? No, you know? No. So just appreciated that a lot too, um, just like on the whole, you know? Um, so yeah, I get this. So this show just continues to to take us on that track of like, you know, very, you know, visual visuals that really pop and um, you know, good emotional beats and like hinting at certain mysteries and planting seeds for future conflicts. You know, I think this is kind of like where we kind of need to go, you know, as far as this point in the story, right? We're like a third yeah. of the way through. Um, so we'll see. 
Um, and I'm really interested in seeing what happens with Kamran and um, and with his mother and with with Kamala. And also, I just want to say, Kamala, why did you take off the mask? I mean, and also just saying his name, Kamran, like just like you're giving yourself away. I mean, I know that he already knows who she is, but she didn't know that. I'm just like Kamala. That's why that's why I feel like a secret identity in this iteration of this character is going to be the world's worst kept secret. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah, I worry about her now. My yeah. poor baby. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, all right. You know, you have just met this guy and you're just like calling out his name even though you're supposed to have a secret identity. Like, girl, girl. <laughs> girl, no. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, hopefully she treads carefully. I, I mean, I don't have high hopes, <laughs> to be honest. But we'll find out. We'll find out. It's going to be fine. She'll be fine there's there's four more episodes she's fine our baby's fine it's fine (laughs) yeah well thank you all so much for listening and Bridget please provide the links to the articles you were talking about these are fascinating yeah no for sure um it was fascinating to to read about them and you know obviously there's way more that we could always explore in terms of you know that history and the heritage so um i'm just really glad that this miss marvel is opening up those kinds of doors you know so yeah yeah um but anyway yeah so um anyway thank you all so much for listening if you want to keep up with us you know we're available on pretty much any platform that you can listen to podcasts leave us a rating and review tell your friends about about our show because we don't just talk about miss marvel we talk about pretty much anything marvel (laughs) so yes yeah um but anyway thank you all so much for listening and we will talk to you next time on nerd Nerd alert girls girls bye everybody bye